So if you will, turn with me to Genesis chapter 2, verse 18. And the Lord God said, It is not good that the man should be alone. I will make him and help meet for him. So in the second chapter of the Bible, God states that no man should be left alone in his own doing and his own and his own thoughts and his own control. You see, men, we are not wired to be alone. We have to have a wife because when we don't have something that structure at home with a loving wife and the family, we tend to do things that are questionable and unjust. I'll go down to verse 24. Therefore shall a man leave his father and his mother and shall cleave unto his wife and they shall be one flesh. They shall be one. You see, I, I, I have to pause right here because men, black men in particular, I'm pretty sure it doesn't matter which race or black, white, Chinese, everybody else in between. But we are taught that a man should fornicate with as many women as possible that will make him a man. That will make you feel superior. But in reality, that is Satan's doing. That is Satan's plan. That is going directly against the words of our Heavenly Father and his commandments that are left here on earth for us. You see, we are, especially young men, when you reach a certain age, you tend to mature, you tend to think differently. But young men, you tend to think that the more women I sleep with, the more of a man I'm becoming. And that's further from the truth. See, if you turn with me to Proverbs chapter 31, verse 10. Who can find a virtuous woman for her price is far above rubies. Uh, if you find you one good woman, she is priceless. There is nothing that can replace a good woman in your life. A solid structure. Someone who is there that will tell you the truth no matter what you want to hear. She will love you unconditionally. That is priceless. You see, men, we have to get out of that thinking. And we don't want to open ourselves up so we have as many women as possible. In reality, we're not doing anything but destroying ourselves. Because every time you sleep with a different person, it's a part of you that leaves. It's a part of you that's gone forever that you can never get back. So in turn, you are destroying yourself. You are hurting your body. One woman in your life is all you need. And she is priceless. There is nothing that she won't do for you. And these men, they still want to run around doing what is not correct. You treat your woman right. She will treat you like a king the way 
God intended for it to be us to be one, one woman and one man. You come together and form your kingdom and you move forward through life. Life is very difficult. You're always going to have obstacles that are coming in your way, that are trying to knock you off course. No matter what you're doing, you can be a, a hundred millionaire. There are still obstacles. But if you have that woman, you can live in public housing. But if you have a good woman by your side, I am 100% sure that you are a lot happier than a rich man that is single. There is no doubt the love of a woman is priceless. And we go down to verse 11. The heart of her husband... Doth safely trust in her so that he shall have no need of spoil. So once these men, once they grow up and they mature and they learn to trust in their woman, then they will realize that there is no need to run around having sex with all these different women, telling all these different women lies that you love them, that you want to be with them. There's no need for that. But he must mature. He must be at the point. It is the man that must mature because the way God made it, women, you are ready. You are ready to settle down and be the queen of your household. But that cannot be done without a man and a woman. Now, I know that each and every relationship is unique and has their own set of trials you must go through. Seems like the older you are, the more mature you are, but you have some baggage from your past that you must let go of, men and women. You must let it go to come together as one, and that is not an overnight process. It takes time, but as long as both of you are willing to be honest and straightforward with one another, there is no reason to think that it will not happen. I meet a lot of young couples who come to me for spiritual guidance, who come to me for counseling before marriage. I sit down and I talk with them, and I recommend that they, before they say I do, that they spend some time apart. No, you don't have to leave the house. But when I say spend time apart, I mean abstaining from sex temporarily to see what else you all have in common. Because you do not want to make a mistake getting married to someone and sex is all that you have in common. Because first of all, you should not be having sex before marriage. You know that. I don't have to go and spend too much time on that. You know that. But I am aware of the day and age that we live in. So when I personally counsel young couples, I tell them to abstain from sex until after marriage so that it will grow your relationship stronger. Now, I see a lot of people... When I give them that advice, a lot of the men, they look at me 
crazy. Like I'm saying something that's that's wrong. But women, ladies, I'm talking to you. If your man will not try and build your relationship, then you need to sit back and you need to reconsider things and reconsider who you are with and who you're about to get married to. If you turn with me to 1 Corinthians chapter 7, verse 5. Defraud ye not one the other, except it be with consent for a time, that ye may give yourselves to fasting and prayer, and come together again, that Satan tempts you not for your inconsistency. See, it says right there what I just read, that spending time apart, you're praying together, you're fasting together, you're building your relationship with God, you're talking to God, asking him, is this his timing? It is not our timing. You need to pray and you ask Jesus Christ when you are abstaining from sex, your relationship will become stronger. You will have more to talk about. You can sit down and you all need to read the Bible together. You will learn so much. You will avoid so many mistakes in life if you sit down and read from the people that have been here thousands of years before you. You do not know everything. And when that time comes... And you all sit down together, come together as one spiritual being, and you talk with Jesus Christ, and he tells you when it's time, you will know. You won't have to call your mom. You won't have to call any aunts, none of your best friends. It will come to you directly from Jesus Christ. But if you take my advice and the man that you want to spend the rest of your life with is not willing to abstain from sex, then you know what? There may be an issue there. Not maybe, there is an issue. 2 Corinthians chapter 6, verse 14. Be ye not unequally yoked together with unbelievers. For what fellowship hath righteous with unrighteous, and what communion hath light with darkness. Now, think about this. You're not going to deny your soon-to-be husband sex for very long. It may seem like a long time to him, but in reality, it's not going to be very long. And if that is an issue now, what is going to happen when a real problem arises in your marriage? Problems happen. There's no way around it. There's sickness. Sickness may, may arise. One of you may get cancer. And if he's having a problem with not having sex with you right now, maybe for a few weeks, what do you think is going to happen when... When something catastrophic happens in your marriage. 
You cannot mix righteous and unrighteous. You cannot be halfway with Jesus Christ. You're either all the way or you're none at all. He that walketh with wise men shall be wise. But a companion of fools shall be destroyed. Now, I get young couples that are thinking about marriage and say, the wife comes to me and says she's having problems with her soon-to-be husband, that he is a very wealthy man, drives a very nice car, has lots of money, and buys his wife very nice things. But he is unfaithful, he is untruthful, and what should I do? Now, it's a foolish statement, because you're no better off than he is if you're sitting there accepting those gifts and he's treating you worse or treating you less than you deserve. It does not matter what he's doing for you financially, sexually, any of that stuff, if he is not treating you the way that God intended. What happens a lot of times is men, they... They mature a lot slower than women, so they realize stuff long after the woman has been trying to tell them for sometimes years on hand. But men, they get a, get a job and they make decent money. And then, yes, there are people out there that try to take advantage of them for their money. You know, like I know. So they become immune to that situation. They're used to people trying to take advantage of them. So they feel that they can use their money to get what they want. But when God places a female in your life that you should spend the rest of your life with, you have to change your thinking completely. And sometimes that calls for you to change your friends, change your thought patterns, even change your living conditions. Now, that woman that the Lord put in your life is not going to allow you to treat her like dirt. Ladies, light cannot coexist with dark. If you allow him to treat you like that, he will. Back to what I said, men are not as mature as women. They do not know. But that is still no excuse. John chapter 3, verse 3. Jesus answered and said unto him, Verily, verily. Now, when Jesus says verily, that means, hey, listen up. Now, he said it twice. So you know what everybody was doing? They were quiet and paying close attention. Jesus answered and said unto him, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, Except a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. That is the only way you must be born again. And when you are born again, you do not live of this world. You live in the world, but your ways change. You do not rely on 
backing from the world. You will rely on Jesus Christ. And back in Genesis, God said he gave Adam a female companion because he was not to be trusted to be alone. So once you are born again and you truly confess and you give up control and you give it to Jesus Christ, he will place a woman in your life that will guide and help you stay on your Christian path. Now, ladies, if your man is not is willing, is not willing to be born again and not give his life to Christ, I am going to tell you that you need to have a heart to heart with our Heavenly Father and ask him for direction. What you should be doing every day, might I ask. But in this particular circumstance, if he is not willing to be born again, he is not willing to obey any commandments in this book. He is not willing to listen to anybody and he will continue to fall and make the same mistakes as he did when he was a child. So do not waste your time ladies, on a man that will not give his life to Christ. That is the very first step, giving his life to Jesus Christ. Once he does that, he is acknowledging that he does not know anything and that he is looking for Jesus Christ for guidance. And ladies, you were created to give men stability in this world.